Hey beautiful people, how are ya? Hey guys, it's Ken. Hey. Again, and I'll be answering yet another question. Oh, I'm so excited. You have the questions and we have the answers. What did you say? At least, well, we, we try our best. The Vivify, Vivify Podcast. Podcast. Bringing life to your ears. Yes, I am so excited because we are finally in season two of the Vivify Podcast. Finally, we're here and I am so excited that you've been a part of this journey. Uh, If this is your first time ever listening to the podcast, well, welcome. I welcome you. Thank you um, for being here. You can also check out all the content we put out in the first season. Um, Our podcast might seem a bit disorganized, but um, it's kind of intentional. We just want to be able to address specific issues as easily, as quickly as we can, as soon as it pops up as relevant. So we're kicking off this season two with a bang. And I promise you, you can expect awesome content from here. Um, We're going to be having a few guests as well as we go on. But um, for now, this is me, Kenneth Oluzoya, and I'm going to be taking you through some of these episodes. So sit back, listen, plug in your earphones, and let's take a ride. All right, so this episode is going to be the first installment to a three-part series called Life on the Gram. Life on the Gram. And this is not really specifically talking about Instagram. It is but it's also really just extending it out to all of social media. Um, We're just gonna be addressing three things that come with the social media package. The first in the series is going to be life on the gram, dealing with comparisons. That's what this episode is about. Uh, We have life on the gram, see no evil, and life on the gram, goody two shoes. So you have to stay tuned. It's a three-part series that you can listen to very easily in no time. And I believe it's going to bless you tremendously. So sit back. Let's get right to the first one. Dealing with comparisons. Oh, this is such a very important topic. Dealing with comparisons. Well, in this context, I'm going to be specifically talking about undue comparisons. Um, Allow me to say that comparisons really are inevitable. Do you agree with me? Everyone makes comparisons, right? Comparisons can occur, you know, when someone is trying to find out differences between one or more entities. Everyone does it. You do it too. I make comparisons. You know, it's very easy to say, don't compare yourself with somebody else. Don't compare. Don't do this. But I mean, right from when you grew up from being a child, some of our mm, African parents kind of already made us comparison conscious when probably you did a test or an exam and someone does better in your class and your parents know about it and they ask the question does this boy have two heads why did you score this and he's going that eh does he have two heads is he the only one in the class and that already forms a culture where we think we have to be like someone or even outdo someone. We start the race of competition as early as we can talk and breathe, right? So at the end of the day, it's very common for people to make comparisons. Everyone does it. In fact, it happens when you meet someone, right? You meet someone, you compare your complexions, you compare your heights, you compare your genders, you know, you compare your clothing and your outfits. 
sometimes you have a test score like i just mentioned and even in this case you probably got a 3 over 10 in the test but then you, you want to know what other people got to help you you know feel better about yourself so you see someone maybe they i mean if you get 3 over 10 that's a very poor score and you feel bad about it but then imagine you heard you were the highest and you see someone else's and person's two or one and a half that will make you feel a bit good about yourself but in reality that's still not a good result because it's very well below par it's very well below average and so comparisons really can have a damaging side a damaging effect and really that's what we see a lot happening with social media Social media has been one of the best things that has actually happened with the advent of new technology. It's helped us connect more with people. Gone are the days where we'll send letters, you know, by the post office, wait several weeks before it gets to the destination. Then you have to wait another several weeks to get a reply, especially if the person is overseas. It's a long process. It's crazy. And then the internet came and then social media came and we could talk at the instant of a second. And so it's really helpful that we can communicate. It's a global network now. We can talk to people in other countries, other places. In fact, during the most recent happenings, yes, this episode is being recorded when the whole COVID-19 pandemic happened. And I mean, it's been a very powerful tool to help the world feel connected. Even though we are physically distant, we are socially connected um, and it's really powerful. But um, let's talk about comparisons, right? It, you know, comparison actually can be a force for good. You know, when it is done in a way that you're trying to improve yourself, you're trying to be better. For example, you see how someone walks. I'm just giving a very typical example. They walk in such a way that they're so poised and have good carriage and posture. And you say, I want to walk that way because it's good. You see that it's something good and you compare it to yourself and you say, nah, I'm not walking as good as that. Um, so what you're going to do is that you now try to walk like the person walks and try to improve yourself, which is really good. It's okay to do that. But then it can get a bit toxic when it's done wrongly, when you have start having undue comparisons. So I'm going to address that and I'm going to explain how best it is to curb undue comparisons. So um, I want you to remember three things, right? This is where we're diving in more into this um, episode. Uh, everyone has a process, all right? Write that down. If you can, you can write it in your brain, inscribe it there. Everyone has a process. You know, we're in this journey of life. It's an adventure, a lot of unexpected happenings, but everyone has a process, and this process that everyone has, has three unique P's. I call them the three P's and each of these P's are unique. The first P is path. Everyone has a path. And this really is, if I'll summarize this, it's the area of specialization. Like what exactly are you called to do? And really this could be your career. It could be in your ministry, it could be business whatever it is what is your path like what direction are you going are you going in the arts direction in the sciences in the engineering are you going in the music direction it could be anything really so you know everyone has a path they're trying to tread upon right the place they're trying to go um and it's unique to everyone in fact you might have two people that are 
into art and art is so broad you might not be doing the exact same thing someone might be doing interior designing as art and someone else is doing drawing sketching drawings someone else is drawing um and another person is painting while that person is painting another person is sculpting so there's a whole lot of diversity that comes to your path so just in case you find someone having the same path with you just by any chance you feel someone else is doing the same exact same thing with you guess what it's still unique because it leads me to the second p pace the rate at which you get to that destination that you desire it's different um someone might get to have an experience you know uh, or get to where they want to be in like two years and yours has passed two years and it's in the fourth year now and you still haven't seen you know yourself there it's unique not everyone will get to the place they they want to get at the same rate at the same time so you have to realize that look even your pace is different some people will achieve something in 10 years others will achieve it in one why does that happen i do not know but it's different a lot of factors contribute to that and it's very important to know that your pace is unique it doesn't make you any less capable, any less qualified when it takes longer. It just means your pace is not the same and it needs to um, it needs to unfold in a longer amount of time because that's how best it was supposed to unfold. Do you understand? Of course, there are cases where based on our own human uh, restrictions or failures, it takes a longer time. But at the same time, I mean, who doesn't have failures, right? Who hasn't failed before? Uh, so your paces are different. You don't ever compare your pace with another person. It's important for you to just remember that, look, it might seem like you're in a rat race. Leave the rat race for the rats. No, you're not a rat. Uh, run this race at your own pace. Number three is problems. The third P is problems. Everyone in their process will have challenges that they face and your challenges will never be the same as another person's challenges. For some people, it is their background. You know, some come from a humble background where there's a lot of poverty, a lot of parental restriction, and it might not be the same for another person that's doing what you're doing, right? The person might not have parental restrictions. The person might not have uh, a humble beginning and the person might be affluent in wealth. So don't ever think that your challenges are the same with the other person. Um, remember that you are unique. Your entire process, your path, your pace, and your problems are unique to you. And that's why you are different. That's why whatever you achieve will be different from what whoever you're comparing yourself with will achieve. Right? So it's just easier to realize that you are unique. Remember that. Never forget that. You are unique in your path, your pace, and your problems, all right? And it's not a bad thing to save problems because everyone will face problems. Life and this fallen world comes with problems, but the good thing is there will always be solutions. Amen? Amen, church. All right. But you see, what social media kind of does is, in summary, it's kind of like put out your best and hide the rest. Some of you understand what I mean. You see a lot of couples, you know, married couples or people who are in a dating relationship and they put the hashtag relationship goals and you're like, oh, God, when or stuff like that. And you don't see 
what happens behind the scenes. You see these people, this couple looking so cute and adorable together. Whatever the case is, you're just in awe. They probably have children in their pictures and you're like, oh, my ovaries and all of that. You know what I'm talking about. Don't, don't, don't pretend. Um, the thing is, social media kind of helps you put your best and hide the rest. You never see the times when that couple fight. You never see when they complain. You never see, you don't see really sometimes where they started from. You don't see the obstacles they faced. You don't know how long it took them to get to where they are. And you don't even know if where they are is actually where they are or where they present themselves to be is not actually where they are. Some people pretend with pictures and make it look so good that everyone kind of believes that's exactly how happy they are. But you know, what you find people then doing is they try to copy the results of people rather than copying their labors. You find people trying to emulate what they're seeing, but they don't realize that people put in some work to actually get to where they are. And that's what you should focus on. You copy the labors of these people, the efforts, the activities, the actions they took, the steps they made, not the results that they achieved. That's, that's trying to work it from the end to the start. And you shouldn't do that. Okay. So I'm just going to help us do something while we are, I mean, social media is not something we're going to have removed altogether. Some of you understand that it's, it can be a bit mentally stressful just being on social media and seeing all these things. I know, trust me. Um, so I want to just give you some tips on how to curb undue comparisons, how to greatly reduce that in your life and just take a breather and rest and relax and go at your own pace. So I'm going to give you four hours. Okay. I like giving all these three hours, three P's or four hours, you know, it's kind of nice. Just hopefully, uh, you remember them. The first one for how to curb undue comparisons is rest, rest. Yes. I said it rest. Uh, what I mean is you can take a break from social media as often as you can, right? It's not hard. It's just have you just have to delete the app and, you know, take a break, relax. Sometimes you might face a lot of pressure to perform when you're seeing other people doing what you're doing or, you know, things you want to do. You see other people succeeding and excelling at it and you just look at yourself and say, wow, I'm not even close. I'm not even near to that. Um, just take a break, like go off social media. You don't need all that bad energy and bad vibe. Um, just go off social media and you know, take a break. You Perhaps you run a business there. This also applies to you, right? You can delegate the work for that week or for that period of time you're going on your break and also put other measures in place to ensure that you're filling that gap while you're away. It's very simple to do uh, just for your own mental health and, you know, for your heart as well. Just do this for yourself. It's okay. Everyone that it really uh, has some balance in their life, knows when to go off social media and take a break because social media can be noisy. Um, especially Twitter sometimes can be very noisy. And some of you know what I mean. You just find, uh, someone just comment or reply on your tweet and you know, you're like, where did this person come from? So you never know what to expect. So take a break. Sometimes it's, it's fine. Okay. Number two is recall your vision and goals. Recall, recall. The first is rest. The second is recall. So recall your vision. It's very easy for you to get swayed by what you're seeing and you just forget what the actual goal is. You forget what you're meant to do. 
you you start to align yourself to someone else's goals and passions and dreams and that should not be remind yourself of what it is you're cut out to do what you want to do right and if you're a believer listening to this it's very important that you're not just trying to do things by your own self by your own will um, it's good to be ambitious but at the same time your ambition should be submitted to god's will for your life um, that's the best way to enjoy god's sponsorship god's favor when you're aligned to his will so it's first important that you seek out god's will in everything seek first the kingdom of god um, you know because your life is not yours it's been bought with the blood of jesus and so your life belongs to, to the lord and he wants to be that shepherd to guide you on this journey so align yourself to his will and make sure that you remember those visions those goals that you set out and a vision is not that spooky thing where for a period of hours you're just caught up in a trance no it's something that you desire to do a big goal on a grand scale uh you know vision is kind of like the big thing long term and the goals are the subsets that help you achieve that vision right so uh, just remember what it is. Put it at the top of your head every time. Remind yourself what it is so you don't lose sight of it. I missed all the uh, buzz and I missed all the races that are going around. Okay. Number three, refuse opinions. So we have number one, rest. Number two, recall your visions and your goals. Number three, refuse opinions. And I know that opinions from people can be very important. Some of us, before we make major decisions, we would like to get a friend's opinion. Hey, man, what, what do you think about that? Oh, mom, what do you think about that? What do you think about this? And everyone has an opinion. These days with social media, we find that everyone seems to have an opinion. Ah, oh, my God. <laughs> everyone seems to want to say something about everything or say everything about something. So uh, it's very important that you guard your heart. What I would advise you to do is go for convictions rather than opinions okay seek out convictions what uh I, I would say this i've said this so many times to myself and to people and i'm sure i'm not the first person to say it but opinions are what you hold to they're the things that you hold but convictions are the things that hold you i'm going to say that again opinions are the things that you hold but convictions are the things that hold you. So you're you're in a world where there are a lot of opinions about, you know, a lot of people seem to have opinions about you, what you should do, how you should treat yourself, how you should live. But, you know, at the end of the day, it can get confusing. You hear a lot of voices, a lot of opinions. What matters at the end of the day is what do you believe? What are your convictions that are born from that place where you've aligned with God's will in the place of prayer? What are those things you've been convinced about, right? That you just know deep in your heart that this is what I'm meant to do. Have you gotten to a place of conviction? Have you believed it? Have you meditated long on it that it's so ingrained in your heart and engraved in your mind? that this is what you want to do. So that's what would hold you regardless of the opinions of people and whatever people are trying to, you know, pin on you. This is what would hold you fast, keep you rooted regardless of that. So refuse opinions, but go for convictions. Number four, remain in your lane. This is the final R, remain in your lane. All right. And this is where you resist the urge to be something that you're not. It's very easy for you to lose sight of it it's very easy for you to start running someone else's race but resist that urge to do that just remain in your lane and be grateful for where you are be thankful for how fast you're moving 
um, whatever the speed is, be grateful for it. Be glad about the path you're taking um, and just keep treading on it. Don't feel intimidated by anyone. Stay in your lane. Remain there. Okay. Don't be intimidated. Don't feel inferior to anyone at any time. But the best way to compare if you're going to compare is to see good qualities in someone or something and want to add that to your life. All right. Learn to celebrate people. There are people who are doing so well, really, and they're putting in the effort and they're seeing results. It's okay for you to see that and want it. But don't go around backbiting or, you know, being derogatory and talking down about these people. Celebrate their successes. Be happy for them. But after that, look to your own success. Look and believe the best about your own journey. Believe that you too will do well and succeed. All right. At the end of the day, no one really is sure about the next step. Nobody's really sure about what comes next. We don't know all the steps and that's okay. That helps us trust the Lord even more. You know, I would say that when we don't hear or we don't have all the information, it's not because God is silent, it's because he wants us to trust. All right. So trust in him and be patient with yourself. Think about it. If God is very patient with you, then why aren't you patient with yourself? Think about it. The God that we serve was the God who was patient enough to see Jonah, you know, make all his mistakes. He had to send a big fish to rescue him, brought him to the place. God was so patient. He didn't just abandon him and drop him at the side and pick up someone else. He was patient and God is patient with you, dear listener. And you need to be patient with yourself as well. All right. It's never too late to redeem the time, you know, and get back on track. If you ever lost your way or maybe you tried to go someone else's way, it's never too late God will lead you if you trust him. He will open big doors of opportunity that you never could imagine. I promise you this. So don't rush him. Just patiently follow his leading. Everything will be fine. Don't run a rat race. Leave it for the rats, okay? You're a human. You're God's child. God leads you and you will follow. It doesn't matter how long it takes. Just stay on your path. Face the challenges and problems that come your way and appreciate the pace at which you're going if you feel it's because of some mistakes you're making, then avoid those mistakes and pick up the pace. All right. It's easy. It's fine. Just relax. Get your mental health back on point. Take some time to rest. All right. Remember the four hours rest, recall your vision, refuse opinions and go for conviction and then remain in your lane. I really hope this has helped you to uh, go in your day perhaps you started your day on social media you probably were tweet you were tweeting or you were dming you know that person you know what i'm talking about you're sliding into dms mm-hmm. i know you i see you mm-hmm. maybe that was you or you wanted to just post a selfie you know when your skin was popping your melanin was popping under the radiant sun pressed upon your skin stop it Okay, let me not get carried away. You wanted to just do that for the world to see how beautiful you were or how handsome you were. That's fine. But remember these things. It's easy to get carried away when you compare yourself with other people. So I believe this is how best to deal with comparisons. I hope you've been blessed. Stick around for the rest of this series on life on the gram. I hope it's blessed you. Share with your friends. Tell everyone about this. Help people get their mental health in check with this few tips. And I'll see you around next time. Thank you. This has been Kenneth again. I love you all. Bye.